Wow. Just wow. And hey, now, do we have a lot on our plate for this episode? Holy moly. I have no idea how I'm going to fit all this in, but we are going to do our best. The Dr. Fauci, Anthony Fauci, emails the most respected doctor, not only in the U.S., but in the entire world, has an email drop. I'm talking a Hillary Clinton-sized email drop, minus the pedophilia this may be the biggest email drop that we've ever seen. And we actually got these legally, believe it or not. We got them through the Freedom of Information Act. <laughs> Holy smokes, this is a good one. No way we're going to be able to fit it all in this show, but we're going to give you some of the highlights. And it is stuff you need to know went out there on the street fighting the Corona Bros. Before we do that, y'all know the drill. Let me remind you about Vapor Forge on 280. These guys are number one, and uh, they're doing amazing things, uh, not just for the community. They're doing amazing things for over the line, and we appreciate them to no end. Best prices, best selection. I attest to that. I would shop nowhere else no matter if these guys were partners on Over the Line or not, because they are absolutely number one. 4673 Highway 280 East in Birmingham next to Bailey Brothers. 205-874-9010 is the number. When you go see them, make sure you tell them that you heard it right here on Over the Line. Also, shout out to my Patreonies, people that are hooked up on Patreon already. If you have not... Four easy ways to donate. As low as $10, you get exclusive content behind the scenes, stuff going on in our life, stuff going on with the show. Sometimes you may even get podcasts early. You never know. But it is your way to contribute to the show, and we appreciate each and every one of you guys. Patreon.com slash Andrew McLean, who that link is in the description. So my day, whew, my day has been... Uh, been a little wild as uh i i did have these memories rushing back of when we got the hillary clinton email drop back in 2016 and i remember it well i'm working at 101 uh and it was me I remember this specifically myself and jeff myers that some of you guys may remember he was part of the guys morning show he was the producer on that show uh, we spent day and night flipping through these emails, trying to do our own research. Because in a lot of cases, when stuff like that comes out, instead of you doing it yourself, which a lot of y'all don't have time to do, you just rely on the media to sift through it and give you some of the juicy details. Unfortunately, in 2021, we don't have a media that is going to give you the juicy details. For instance... One of the first media outlets to report on this was BuzzFeed. Actually, BuzzFeed and Washington Post, which I would not be surprised if those two worked together to release this. But they were the first to get their hands on it, and they released it. Here's BuzzFeed's headline. Anthony Fauci's emails reveal the pressure that fell on one man. Such a brave man. 
All the pressure in the world on Dr. Anthony Fauci as he's trying to save the planet. What about CNN? They took it a step further. And they said, what Fauci's emails reveal. And they go on to summarize it as this. Despite a grueling schedule helping to shape the U.S. government's response to the coronavirus crisis, Dr. Anthony Fauci found spare moments to respond to emailed medical queries, even when they came from complete strangers. What a warrior. What a compassionate man. What an American hero. But there are some key parts that CNN and and BuzzFeed are kind of kind of leaving out of the Fauci emails. I mean, it's a pretty important stuff. One of those things is Dr. Fauci Fauci admitting that masks do not work against COVID. That's correct. Dr. Fauci, who said it in the early days, you recall, he said in in, in the early days during a 60 minutes interview, hey, uh, masks don't work. They may block a droplet or two, but, you know, they're not providing protection. You would be better off just kind of, you know, uh, doing your own thing, taking some other preventative measures that may actually make a difference. But when we look at these emails, about two months into that statement, Fauci is emailing a guy named Sylvia Burwell. Now, Sylvia Burwell is the person who served as the U.S. Secretary of Health and Human Services under the Obama administration. February 5th, more than a month before the pandemic was declared, the contents of a private correspondence, one of many emails obtained by BuzzFeed and Washington Post, Fauci told Burwell that she did not need to wear a mask during an upcoming trip particularly because she was going to a very low-risk location. He explained that store-bought masks were really for infected people to prevent them from spreading the infection to people who are not infected, rather than protecting uninfected people from acquiring the infection. Then about two weeks later, when more was known about the transmission of the virus, and the effectiveness of masks, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention updated their guidelines, even though the guidelines always stated masks do not work. We knew it. Dr. Fauci told us from the beginning, we took it at face value. We talked to doctors about it. Doctors say masks don't work. It's a dumb idea. If anything, it's harming. And we now know that Dr. Fauci was saying that same thing in private. We're not stupid. We know that masks aren't going to work, especially when you're asking an entire country to wear masks and be responsible for the mask they purchase. Most people are purchasing masks from a gas station or being given a mask by a friend. They have no sort of uh, code of conduct or, or any sort of uh, any sort of certifications and making sure that they're blocking the droplets. Fauci made it clear that these things aren't blocking the droplets. And if that's the case, it's not protecting you from it, and it's not protecting you from giving it because the mask has got holes that go 
both ways. Anyway, I'm not trying to be a scientist here. I'm just trying to use a little common sense. But it's interesting that Fauci was admitting those things in these emails because if that is true and Fauci is admitting it's true, that means Dr. Fauci may have committed perjury. Is that possible? Listen to this correspondence, this back and forth he has with Rand Paul during a Senate hearing where Dr. Fauci is, in fact, under oath. Before, you're and telling everybody to wear a mask, whether they've had an infection or a vaccine. What I'm saying is they have immunity, and everybody agrees they have immunity. What studies do you have that people that have had the vaccine yeah. or have had the infection are spreading the infection? If we're not spreading the infection, isn't it just theater? No, it's not the vaccine and you're wearing two masks. Isn't that theater? No, that's not. Here we go again with the theater. Let, let, let's get down to the facts. OK, the studies that you quote from Crotty and Sete look at in vitro examination of memory immunity. In vitro. So here it is. Dr. Fauci under oath backing up the fact that he's saying masks are a must. You must wear the masks. But in private, a very different sentiment from Dr. Fauci. And, and you see how this stuff lines up. He says masks don't work in the beginning. He then says, uh, we need to make sure everybody's wearing a mask. But then people say, but didn't you say masks don't work? Well, that's kind of don't work. So maybe you should just wear two. Or if you want that perfect protection, you need to wear three masks. I've always viewed this mask stuff and the CDC stuff as an episode, the biggest episode of Practical Jokers you can think of, right? So you've got Dr. Fauci and maybe a couple guys from the WHO and the CDC all in a back room. And one of them's got an earpiece. Think Dr. Fauci's out at the White House press briefing. They got an earpiece. And they're like, now tell them to wear three masks. And they all start laughing. Ah! And Fauci's like, oh, we need to wear three masks to protect you from the virus. That's, what, that's all this has been. And this shows us that very thing. That's why CNN and BuzzFeed are writing fluff pieces. That's why the mainstream media is scrambling right now to try to hide the juicy stuff within these emails but it's not just that oh no 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 it's also where the virus came from the origins of COVID-19 Fauci was not only warned but expressed his fear that people may start thinking this thing was engineered from the very beginning. He went back and forth with several emails talking to people about how they need to get a handle on this theory that this thing came from a lab in Wuhan. Now, why would Dr. Fauci be so concerned with that? At the time, there was no reason to think that Dr. Fauci and the lab in Wuhan any sort of, had any sort of connection or that Dr. Fauci had any connection with China and the Chinese government that he would try to cover up for him for any reason. 
But then we started to get a sense of really the fact there was a connection. And that Dr. Fauci's NIH was funding directly or indirectly this Wuhan lab that had tasked themselves with mutating and engineering viruses that once could not be transmitted to humans, but with a little bit of scientific work, a couple of protein spikes here and there, could then easily transmit to humans. And that's where COVID-19 was created. We now know that. Fauci got a personal thank you for backing the natural origin theory from the head of a nonprofit that used a $3.4 million government grant to fund research at the Chinese lab in Wuhan. On January 31st, 2020, more than two months before the WHO characterized COVID-19 as a pandemic, Fauci sent emails to U.S. virus researchers who, the two who run a global health charity in Britain. Fauci forwarded them a copy of a Science Magazine article titled Mining Coronavirus Genomes for Clues to the Outbreak's Origins. Fauci wrote, This just came out today. You may have seen it. If not, it is of interest to the current discussion. Now, what was that current discussion? Had to be something along the lines of the origins of this coming from a lab in Wuhan, China. They had been talking about it. They had been having discussions, and one can only imagine that they were coming up with a plan to divert the attention away from this, away from the real theory of where the virus came from, and put it off on some poor, innocent Never did nothing to nobody bat in a cave. On February 2nd, 2020, Farrar sent a brief email to Fauci and other U.S. health officials in which he asked for a conference call later tonight or tomorrow to discuss their response to a pending announcement from the WHO. Farrar then added, meanwhile, and a link to an article at the Zero Hedge website with the headline, Coronavirus contains HIV insertions, stoking fears over artificially created bioweapons. So Zero Hedge, the website Zero Hedge, put out an article stating that we're seeing a lot of evidence that this thing was tampered with, that this thing was played around with in created into something that it wouldn't have been uh, in, a, in, in an evolution instance. And guess what happened to Zero Hedge? Dr. Fauci, his buddies at the WHO, and his friends at the tech giants of social media pulled down the social media accounts of Zero Hedge as well as everyone else that dared to say this virus was artificially created and came from a lab under the pretense that the misinformation was dangerous 
to the health and well-being of not just the U.S., but the world. Ripped them off social media for stating what we now know is the absolute truth. So let's think a little bit about what Dr. Fauci said. Again, under oath, again at a Senate committee hearing. What was Fauci saying about the origins when he was asked by another doctor, Dr. Rand Paul, and how things are really looking like this bad boy came out of a lab that your agency was funding? The SARS-CoV-1 originated in bats in China. It would have been irresponsible of us if we did not investigate the bat viruses and the serology to see who might have been or, infected. Or perhaps it would be responsible to send it to the Chinese government that we may not be able to. And trust. here we are again, Dr. Fauci, under oath, telling you. It came from a bat, and there's no question. Time after time after time. Sometimes he did it in the White House press briefing room and told it and and made that statement in front of an audience of millions and millions of people all across the world. And sometimes he said it while sitting on Capitol Hill under oath. Under the penalty of perjury and we now know on multiple occasions Dr. Fauci has perjured himself in the case of COVID-19 Dr. Fauci Anthony Fauci that does not even deserve to be called a doctor is now a proven criminal and we've called it from the beginning We knew the man was lying, and now we have the proof. Another interesting aspect that I think a lot of people would want to know is what about Bill Gates? You hear a lot of talk about Bill Gates involved with Dr. Fauci and and, 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 and all this stuff of population control and all that seems like far out conspiracy stuff, and that's probably not really going on. That's often the deep end QAnon Alex Jones stuff. But then we get the emails. And the emails tell us that Dr. Fauci talked with Bill Gates fairly often. In fact, if you go through the Dr. Fauci emails and you search the name Bill Gates, it comes up over 2,000 times. That's right. In this instance, Fauci spoke with Bill Gates on the phone on April 1st, 2020, saying he was enthusiastic about moving forward on a collaborative and hopefully uh, synergistic approach to COVID-19. I probably didn't even pronounce that right. After the call, a senior executive of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, who was in charge of coordinating on a COVID vaccine, emailed Fauci. Worrying about his health. Of course he did. He and Bill Gates are buddies. They're in this together. Never let a good pandemic go to waste. You can't. This is once in a lifetime stuff. So you got to take advantage. 
especially somebody like Bill Gates. So all the crazy conspiracy theory stuff, we now know it's all real. It all exists. It all happened. But Dr. Fauci wanted us to be convinced that he was out here trying to tell the truth and that under the Trump administration, he was being hampered. He was being told to shut up. He was being told to lie about stuff. He's like, I, I didn't do it, but the um, the administration, the Trump administration was really making my job tough. I mean, just look at Fauci's excitement. This is one of the first, if not the first press conferences. Actually, I think it was. The very first press conference after Joe Biden is inaugurated, Fauci comes out to give a COVID update. And look how happy and jovial he is. And do you know about any plans or discussions ahead of yesterday? No, I, I don't think I could answer that question. Uh, I'd, I'd be waving my hands about that. Sorry. Well, you know, w one of the new things in this administration is if you don't know the answer, don't guess. <laughs> Just say you don't know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> in this administration, we don't just make stuff up. He was so happy that Joe Biden was the president at that point. He was so excited, he no longer had Trump looking over his shoulder. Now, he said that that was because Trump tried to uh, restrain him, keep him from doing his job, or keep him muzzled. But another interesting fact about the emails is Tony Fauci actually said that Trump didn't, and he wasn't being muzzled during the pandemic. That's right. The emails show Dr. Fauci talking about how he's able to do his job. He's not being muzzled by the Trump administration or anything of the sort. He's doing what he's got to do, and he's doing the best he can. That's Dr. Fauci lying the entire way. Now, it's obvious that he would want to lie about the origins of coronavirus because he was literally approving taxpayer dollars to go to this lab. But the next question is, how much did he know about what this lab was doing? I would dare to guess a lot. If he's willing to lie to this extent, lie under oath, put himself at risk of criminal prosecution, it's much more than Dr. Fauci just wanting to do China a solid and stick up for them in, in, in their big lie. You want to talk about the big lie? They keep talking about Trump and the election being stolen. This, that's not the big lie. This is the big lie. Dr. Fauci is the big lie. And we can only hope. We can only hope that there is something in the works. And I don't know, uh, with the revelations of Bill Gates and everything else, and, and the fact that we know Dr. Fauci is lying, we still only get so much out of those emails because so much of it is, in fact, redacted. And you know, if you get a Freedom of Information Act ruled in your favor and you get some emails or some documents, they've got the ability 
to redact some of it, but only under certain circumstances. According to the Freedom of Information Act exemption B7 section A, it says that records or information compiled for law enforcement purposes but only to the extent that production of the documents could reasonably be expected to interfere with enforcement proceedings, that's the only time you can redact something in a freedom of information request. So what investigation is going on? Is Dr. Fauci and Bill Gates being investigated? over their obvious lying and and putting Americans in danger, putting the world in danger. We can only hope and pray that that's the case. This is a smidgen of what we got on Dr. Fauci today. And I guarantee you there will be much, much more to come and you do not want to miss it. That's it for this edition of Over the Line. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. As always, make sure you like, you comment, you share, you do all the things you need to do to help us keep putting this show out there. We need you, we need you, we need you. And until next time, see you, cool.